0: The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, those who are on the board of a nonprofit organization that recently lost their partnership with Delta and American and Amazon and a whole bunch of others, or my mother, Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but please stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Hairy Brogan Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted knitting. I'm Sir Arcane. I'm Lansing Mike. New, new week, new show. New
1: week, new show. I mean, it's interesting because <laughs> we have not really done much. There's been no events since the last show. so right. it was like, wow, what do we talk about? But there's things to talk about. Yeah, there, there are things to talk about. Um, also, I didn't realize you were recording so early into our conversation. <laughs> and- I have to admit, all the stuff I said before you start talking is off the record. Uh, okay. Can't, no outtakes of me talking about who I fucked or not. Okay. Okay. Because I don't have permission. That's
0: true. To, to share names. Oh. Right. Right. No. Did you almost bounce off your chair. <laughs> well, so, yes, that that is one thing. Um, I've been feeling extra portly recently. Um that the shirts have been feeling a little tighter, and I've been feeling myself rubbing up against my desk at work. Do you and lose the crotches out of your jeans? That's, I do. Yes, that's a fat boy thing.
1: When you start growing larger, your thighs rub together, and your crotches go away. Oh. That's a sadness. I, I, yeah. I discovered that as I grew out of several pairs of jeans when I gained weight again. And it's like, oh, the crotches. Why are the crotches going? Because your thighs.
0: Because your thighs. <clears throat> so I bought myself... A large, Mm -hmm. I think it's 75 centimeters when properly inflated, uh, balance wall. And I did, I'm doing this specifically because I'd done it before, Mm -hmm. um, back in, oh, I want to say 2012-ish? And you're using it basically as a chair. Yes, I'm using it basically as a chair. I mean, because I spend so much time, uh, at my computer and just sitting on my ass, um, That yeah, sitting on the balance ball instead, especially if you don't have your feet on the ground Mm. um, You end up having to actively balance and there's there's a lot of twitching and using muscles that would just be not being used otherwise. Right, and the main muscles that are being used are your core, your Mm. abdomen. So that helps even if I'm not going to end up losing a lot of weight with this, which I don't expect weight loss, but I expect to tone up and firm up Mm -hmm. the gut. Um, and, yeah, when I did this last time, when I was basically stretching myself and doing it for uh, three, two-hour stretches at a time mm. each day, um, I got comments on how I look thinner. Ooh. So, um, so I am hopeful that doing this will help pull the waistline back in. How many times do you just go tits over a kettle? Uh, I have never fallen off of Okay. It.
1: Uh, I because I have... I'm seeing you bounce on right now with your feet off the ground because I've done it before where yes. I've used one as kind of a chair, uh-huh. um, but I had my feet firmly planted on the ground at the time.
0: So with you not having them, you're 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 like pre- you look precarious. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I have, and I'm always you know close enough to a wall that I mean it just takes fingertips on a wall mm-hmm. or or just, just enough something to, to stabilize. yeah, just something to stabilize. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not doing it. In, in a big open space. I mean, you know, there's always somewhere that I can grab um, if I if I feel myself uh, going backwards. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I was supposed to have a session with my puppy mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, he was all excited for me to give his uvula a nice scritch. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead of being able to spend time... With his daddy, uh, he's having to spend it with his father, mm. who I'm sure he loves dearly, but it's not the same. And he's like, I- I've been needing some quality daddy time, and the universe heard me, and my father called. <laughs> so, hopefully, we-, we might be able to do something maybe later tonight, maybe sometime during the week, but... Yeah, I need to give him some scritches and hugs and, yeah, you know, fun times. We'll, we'll get there. It will happen. We'll make it happen. Make time for it. It's important.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got, you know, I, I don't know if my gasp was audible on the recording, because as you started that story, I gasped. Not because I just remembered, oh wait, today, it's the 25th, I have an article due. <laughs> I forgot all about that so I know I have Oops. to go to the computer at some point and take care of stuff this afternoon myself. Okay. And, but uh but yeah, gas boys, I mean, we there were events mm. um which uh, we didn't I, attend. I know. Uh we're really bad about that. I thought this whole podcast was the giving us an excuse to go to things. But uh, Mr. Liberty Leather contest happened a couple weekends ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um I heard uh, I know people went there. Uh, the winner is a Mr. Will Camp, who is a Lansingite. So, congratulations, Mr. Camp. Yeah, uh, hey. He'll be funneled to what, Mr. Michigan Leather.
0: Yes, Mr. Michigan at um, the Dunes. Yeah, yep. somewhere in Talk And I'm sure the other contestants for that contest will be wonderful, wonderful people. But
1: I'm wishing our local boy luck. And of course, um, and he's someone I know tangentially. I. I don't know if it's would say friends, but we definitely know each other. We're friends of friends, and I've interacted with them. So, I... But the level of friendship is like, would you invite them to your birthday party? I don't know although I hear he's an excellent baker he's incredible with cookies so Ooh. also he goes camping a lot which is really amusing considering his name <laughs> uh, he has a book that says will camp for beer and which is highly amusing because that's his name yes um so uh th- other than that um so I heard uh, there are three contestants mm-hmm. and I also heard it was very very crowded uh the people who went oh, there it was just really hard to even know what was going on because it was just packed um, then there's last night's event I believe um, icon
0: Detroit yes through an event yes icon Detroit through their 25th anniversary party mm-hmm. and to celebrate they rented out the I, bar I they, think it's called the marble bar now right and which used to be the eagle used to be the eagle um I from what I've heard, you know I haven't been there but I heard it's now a sports bar um right, but it, it's a non-gay bar right yeah no straight bar uh, sports themed but they were the owners of marble were willing to rent the place out entirely for the event on a Saturday night on a Saturday night and I, thank kudos to them um and yeah I saw pictures of it oh, uh, cool. And recognized a, a few faces. And I a knew few... people who were going. Yeah, um, I haven't, but that was last night. And I haven't talked to them since, but I
1: know they were going. I guess there was, like, there were tickets to I think the event, but then there was also like
0: VIP tickets. Right. I don't know what that entailed. So uh, that uh, the VIP tickets, because the Eagle had two levels mm-hmm. to it. VIP included access to uh, upstairs. Okay, and. Whatever shenanigans might have happened upstairs. I hope there were. I mean, it was technically a private It was technically space at a private time. space, yeah. So. You had
1: to, you know, it was vetted who was going in there. So, yeah. yeah. So I hope shenanigans did do because I'm sure, you know, I'm sure those walls could, if they could talk. <laughs> <of> the day, <laughs> because how long ago did the Eagle close?
0: I want to say 2010. Okay. So,
1: so. Icon probably had quite a few events and did a lot of stuff yes, there yes, prior yes, 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 to that. Because, yes. so. um, yeah. I mean, there is technically an, an eagle again, which is the old R&R that's next to Menjo's. Right. Well, so. the, which was the new old R&R. Yes. Yeah. It's very complicated. and yeah. But, um, but yeah, so when they, they said that, it was like, oh, you know, they're at the eagle. It's like, well, not really. They're at where the eagle was. And I was like, "Is that gay?" And it's like, "No, it's just a, uh, it's just a standard bar." It, yeah, it's just a bar where, but so no, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm kind of. I hope lots of fun was had, and uh, I will probably drill people about it when I see them next. I'm like, "Okay, okay so how'd it go?"
0: Yeah, what was uh, it like? I, I also got a text message from um, the intense player that, okay. that that I play with occasionally. Okay, um, and he was um, still kind of running off an energy high from the Lumberjack games. Mm. Uh, oh, other ones in Rio Town? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, he, he was there for that, and he was like, hey, I want to do some really horrible things with you, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I really don't have the, the energy for, for your level of intense this weekend, because, yeah, again, I was just prepared for cut cuddles and scritches. Uh-huh. I, 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 yeah, I... You have to be in the right mindset, yeah. and also be ready for it.
1: Energy levels, but also just your your body has to be kind of in a in a you
0: know fight or flight response, ready to go, <laughs> adrenaline going, and yeah. ready for action. Yeah, and no, I I was not. I'm not there this weekend, Yeah. And yeah, th- this is a weekend of cuddles and snuggling and. Maybe some light oral, but yeah, that that's really as far as I'm feeling it this weekend. Well, it's uh, funny because uh, you bring up the lumberjack. Yes. I went, I caught the tail end of
1: that, I missed the competition, okay? So, uh, but I did go to it. Um, you know, it's an old town in Lansing, which is one of the you know, trendy, hip places in Lansing, it has lots of galleries and restaurants and nice shops, and it's it's a old yeah. town
0: is new again, yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, and it took a long time for it to be it. it they really were trying to make it something for a long time, and finally this time it's caught and it's going strong. Uh, but the Lumberjack Festival was one of their uh, let's drink in the streets kind of events. Uh, you pay cover to go and be able to drink within a roped line inside. <laughs> um, they had lots of vendors in there. Uh, one was amusing was uh, Jim Bob's Beard Oil. Um, okay, He's, I believe, ex-military uh, bearded, Big man with uh, at the lumberjack games. You don't say. And selling beard oil. Um, and like these beard oils, like there's Country Boy and Recon and very masculine mm-hmm. sounding names. Um, I bought the standard one, but it's funny because as I'm buying it, they're like, you know, I'm checking them out. I was like, oh, and this one's very popular. I can't remember what it's called, but it has lavender and it's a softer scent. It's like women really love this. I'm like, well, I don't know that many women with beards, so I'm assuming you're thinking. And I'm like, well, fuck you for thinking you're heteronormativity, sir. And I said, well, I experimented with women in college, but it just didn't take. And they didn't react to that joke at all. And it's like, that's a damn funny joke. You're either not reacting because you didn't get it, and you're like confused, which... Fair enough. Or you're a little homophobic, and it's like, oh, we're not going to laugh at that because, oh, we don't want fags buying our thing. I do not know which. I'm sure... I'm not going to assume... The worst of people. I'll just assume they didn't get it. Or maybe I didn't deliver it that well. But, um, you know, for such a masculine thing, it's like, dude, you're at a lumberjack festival. The only people I've been seeing buying your product so far today are homosexuals. It's like, <laughs> except that, you know. Except that lumberjack bears are a thing. Yeah. Well, the other funny thing was for the festival, there's a sign saying, no hipsters, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me? We're in mid-Michigan. Yeah, there might be some guys here who could be thin, you know, are authentically wearing plaid, but no. Most plaid here is ironic plaid and I saw no man buns in evidence, but it was close. Uh, and, and any uh, fixed gear bicycles maybe around the edges? Um it was so I mean, just don't be an asshole about hipsters. It's like it's just a different fashion trend. And,
0: uh, yeah, you I mean, know, be
1: an asshole about judgmental people, which is the stereotype of hipsters, but, you know, a guy yeah. in tight jeans, a flannel, and a man bun, it's like, I kind of find that really hot. So, I've never... I, I could do without the man bun, but... Oh, I like man buttons. It gives you something to hold on to.
0: No, no, the side effect of being the boy of a military barber for ten years. I, I like it short. Oh. I like it bristly. I like it
1: kept. Um, like I don't care for a big old bushy beard, give me a nice, you know, it could be huge, but make it trimmed and same with hair. It's like, if you have long hair, as long as it's been, you know, if it's seen product, so it's, you know, it's right. good and it's not all split ends and yeah no, exactly. But you know, I've also seen short hair that can be kind of unruly. So no, I just like, I just like. A level of grooming. Uh, So that was... uh, Yeah, put put some effort into your beard and your hair. So I just was amused by the fact that... I I still bought the beard oil because I like it. Um, Oh, you're showing me a picture of someone with an impressive beard.
0: Yes. (laughs) And, yes, it's very impressive. And, yeah, he oils and care as you sort. should yeah. I mean,
1: yeah yeah you need to do things with your and, beard to...
0: and and for for those since you know podcasting is not a visual medium um yeah his beard is down to about mm, nipples I, nipple level yeah and a bright, uh bright a nice coppery red and mm. yeah <laughs> well there's someone there who i guess yeah this glorious beard they're talking about had
1: it was wavy and looked as soft as the hair on the head and mm-hmm. it's like, why didn't you drill them about what products they use? <laughs> I I I my mind is
0: definitely just, you know, very short, but I would like it to be softer. Um Well, yeah, no, I, I like the long beard. I no it's the hair that, that needs to be short. Oh, I like yeah. I like long no, I... hair if it's if like I said, if it's cared for and and oh yeah. No um, no no white boy dreadlocks for you. Uh
1: no because there's issues with that that white white dreadlocks can be problematic because white hair is not it doesn't naturally Lock know, yeah, and it I don't know. It's one of those things that on my radar picks up as cultural appropriation. It's like
0: just <laughs> Don't just don't
1: but I haven't really thoroughly looked into it to know if that's a real thing or simply You know the white liberal guilt knee-jerk reaction of mine, which I do have many Um So, yeah, no, no white boy dreads. Uh, Thank you. Uh, But that's more of a political thing right now than stylistic. Uh, Because, you know, just dreads themselves. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's like, I I think there's this perception that they're dirty and it's because you don't wash your hair. And it's like, no, the hair is washed. It's just, it has that tangle to it. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like, kind of like felt, you know, when you felt, you know, uh, wool just gets all together into these, you know, these woven mats. Well, that just sounds bad. Mat sounds like matted hair on a pet. No. Um, woven strands? There. Yeah. there we go. Like, you know, most fabric, you know, like yarn is simply woven, you know. Yeah, spun. Division. Yeah, yeah.
0: Spun fibers. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, now let's, now there was another, there's been another event.
1: Oh, no, but there's still... Yeah. Oh, but there's oh, still... Well, okay, more oh. more about the, uh, yeah. the lumberjacks. Um, okay, I got back to the lumberjacks. I got some 21-year-old's number. <laughs> it's like, bless are. <laughs> heart. Um, no, I'm, I'm standing there by the heater, because they had outdoor heaters there's uh-huh. outside, and with my friends, and then I see this couple come up, and being myself, I'm joking, it's like, oh, look at the two gay boys, you know, on a date. And there's nothing that super appeared gay. One had a t-shirt thrown over his shoulder, because he just bought it at the event. Right. And it kind of looked like a scarf. And... Um, and they're both cute, and I'm like, oh, they're a date. Well, one was standing next to the heater, and then we kept making eye contact. And then he <laughs> winked. And oh. Then, yes, there was a cruising wink. Cruising is not I dead. Know, I know, I was like, bless his heart. I'm like, hi. And I'm there with my friends, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, like, wandered over, and I was like, hey, how's it going? And good and small talk. And and then he just said nice, pleasant things and was not unforward. He was like, okay, If we had a place to go right now, this this could be a done deal. Um, We did exchange numbers and a little bit of chatting. It's like, oh, you know, and nothing has come of it because last night I was busy with other stuff. But he was also the ride for his friend. Ah. They They were not a couple on a date. It was simply, you know, two friends out and and you can see the friend was kind of like waiting it's like okay ready to go home while the other one's like you know hitting on me and like, <laughs> hey, you're the driver so you be good to your friend and this hopefully something in the future will happen so yes. but so that was amusing um, i was like yay and i was all like bouncing on that afterwards like i got a phone number and people like what and it's like it's what we gays do um like you aren't trying yourselves um so, yeah, so that was also at the Lumberjack Festival, so that was amusing. <laughs> cool. uh,
0: okay, other event. Uh, also involving drinking. Okay. Uh, was the Red Dress Run. Mm. At, last week. Last week, yes.
1: Um, yep, uh, that's an outshoot of the running club I'm part of, the Hash House Harriers. Um, the, the drinking club with the running yes. problem. And the Red Dress Run is from a typo... Well, someone misunderstanding what one of the runs was about. And years ago, she showed up to the running event uh in a red dress i don't know how she how she read it thinking that it was a formal affair but they're like no this is running group and she's like oh and she ran the course in a red dress and was both the red dress one <laughs> uh and we had about 18 mm-hmm. uh we weren't the people who normally organize it were not as good about uh well they were gone um, one was traveling and the other was not in a position to help organize, so we kind oh, of dear. we need to throw this together. Like, <laughs> and normally we get into different periodicals and get online, but this time we didn't. So it was a smaller uh, event. So it didn't get us crazy, but we ran around old town and made a couple hundred bucks for uh, some organization, Refugee Development Center, I believe. Uh, so yeah, um, nothing terribly gay about that, um, other than men in red dresses. That's just, for, you know, there's nothing gay about that. No, not, no, true. It's not, it's not good. It, the thing is, I've always realized. It, it, it's not really drag either. No, um, it's, the funny thing is, I feel sorry for the women because they actually have to, like, there's some level of good they have to look in this. Mm-hmm. They can't just throw on some horrible mother-in-law dress and call it, you know, and be silly about it. The women are like, no, I need a dress that actually looks good on me and accessories and i can't wear running gear underneath it whereas the guys are like nope i'm in full insulated running gear i'm going to just throw on a whatever dress would fit on me <laughs> so we we the men as usual have it much easier than the women of course um, last year we ran to the mayor our our departed n- not departed as in dead but departed as in he's no longer mayor former uh, ma- yes. former mayor current mayor at the time uh yes he was doing some Interview or something on the streets and suddenly all these people are dresses. Just mobbed him. <laughs> we Took Some pictures went on Facebook. It was amusing and but you know, it's a it's a charity event. So, you know, it was fun um, Yeah, and that was it was a good day. We hit up uh, Esquire was one of our stops mm-hmm. So poor Esquire, you know, I they're probably uh, laying, Having a quiet afternoon and so you know, all these people in dresses and and like a handful of locals just like hmm what I don't understand
0: is this a different kind of bar now? <laughs> well, it's all uh, Esquire has always been a, a different, different kind of, kind of, of bar, a different, different <laughs> kind of bar, different, different. Yeah,
1: it was, but it was fun. Um, you know, it it's funny because okay, maybe I'm getting back into shape because I have been doing a lot more walking. Mm-hmm. And two weeks before, we'd had a run, you know, a hash run, and I was, oh, yeah, we, uh, we recorded right after that when I was just had been wiped out the day yes. before. Regress one did not wipe me out nearly as much. Oh, good. I mean, there was less activity, but still, I was like, oh, okay. I actually could do something afterwards. I didn't. <laughs> Someone had a birthday party, and I just skipped it, thinking, I'm getting a headache. I'm just going to go home. Okay. Cool. have a nice, quiet Sunday evening, which I'm hoping to do tonight, too. There's After I write another a- After you write your article. And go to Joanne's to buy some stuff for a project, which we can talk about during crafting. We can talk about during crafting. Um... Try to think uh oh the only other thing i noticed was okay so last night we uh we found hash signs so when we go for runs someone sets trail with chalk yes arrows and sundries and we're all like oh, okay cool and then that's how you find the trail and follow the person who's laying trail well different clubs have different markings there's some that are more traditional ours are just arrows and chalk uh, but someone who came and met us uh, we all after the lumberjack thing we all went for pizza and beer in mm-hmm. a local establishment and said I saw hash marks like they're fresh because I don't know when it last rained but they're chalk marks so it's sidewalk chalk it will not survive any wetness at all yeah no and it,
0: it's rained in the past seven days it's yeah. pretty hard
1: too well there's they said hash marks I'm like really um, and I after we finished eating it was getting dark but I went and followed them and saw where what or uh, where it started mm-hmm. and where they like Someone shows all the different marks you'll see on the trail. I follow the marks all around, you know, North Lansing. And um, it ended at Spiral. Spiral is where they were having their, like, the end of the run. Huh. They also had a beer check at Esquire. So, like, that was intriguing. Um, you know, I tried to go into Spiral, and they were closed because it was too early in the evening. So right, people thought I'd been in the afternoon. But I'm assuming it maybe was Friday night. So there's another hash group in Lansing. We're all like... What, what? what How? We need to find these people. <laughs> yes. I mean, our group has been pretty low profile themselves, so I could understand if there's a separate group in Lansing, but... It's like, okay, this is exciting. So why I was like... like that,
0: especially that they end at Spiral. That makes it even more interesting. And stop at Esquire. It's like, we're like, are
1: they just visitors in town? And had just set this up? I'm hoping it's actually an established group. And we will gladly merge with them and say, hey. More people, more <laughs> hey. more Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, they, they're they maybe more gays. Yay. Yay. Yeah, um, so that was uh, that was interesting. Uh, yeah, we're now a large enough town to have competing hash groups, uh major cities sometimes have multiples mm-hmm. because politics is always like someone who right. just likes one so starts their own ranch and
0: now we're not you nearly know, that big <laughs> or that dramatic to have that happen. Or, yeah. you know, a, a city, you know, like the size of LA, it's, you know, so... It has it, a different one every night, you know. Yeah. Kind of, and, or or to, you know, have multiple ones on the same night just on completely opposite sides of town. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, because... So boy, that was that was amusing. Um, so while I was, like, texting
1: the guy whose number I... Received earlier in the day and we we're just saying things to each other um, I'm on the trail and I was like I was thinking if he had said well when I get together tonight. It's like how can I explain? No, it's like no, you don't understand I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm sleuthing being like a noir detective a private dick wandering around town looking for signs and I'm sure people were curious because I was like taking photographs of all the hash marks because they use some different terminology than we do So I'm very curious about what some of their phrases mean and initials. I'm like I need to learn so that was amusing and exciting. Uh, and that's about it for gossip. I mean, just getting cruised at a Lumberjack Festival and uh, hearing about other events that I didn't attend. Oh, some we should put a pin in, though. Yes. Um, That might be a good... Uh, 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 expert. Thank you. I, I could not remember what we called that segment. It's like gossip, expert, crafting. Yes. Um, uh, the history of the different organizations in Detroit. Icon, Mavericks, uh, they're... Trident was one, I think. Trident and Tribe. So I think yeah. that will probably require a bit of actual effort and research, <laughs> which and, is and, not our forte, but right. I think we could do it. Um, and, we, and I think I know very little, and I'm sure you probably
0: know much more than I do. But Not, not much, because I was never really an official member uh-huh. of any of them. I mean, the, the only leather group that I've really been officially a part of has been Detroit Bondage. Mm-hmm. But so that could be yeah. an interesting
1: little side thing just out of curiosity. It's like, how many groups have there been? What you know, what's been you know, when did they start? When did they end? What are still, who are still going strong? Yeah, because um, obviously, Icon still sounds like it's an entity. Oh, uh, yeah, Icon is still an ago. entity.
0: The Mavericks mm-hmm. are around. Um, yeah. I believe it's called Onyx, okay. um, Leather Men of Color. Okay. Um which yeah, I've had practically nothing to do with other than seeing their signs here and there. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, if we ask around next time at Detroit mm-hmm. bondage um that yeah, we'd be able because yeah, I don't have a con- a continuous history of Detroit leather, you know because I moved out yeah. of the Detroit area in 2001 mm-hmm. effectively and yeah then spent the next, 10 to 15 years in flint and didn't really get back into detroit leather so any listeners who have are members of these organizations um
1: we'd like to know please uh tell us because i'm curious and fascinated by you know a who's still operating and get the word out about them Mm -hmm. but also yeah you know historical like what what were these
0: groups and, yeah. you know, which ones, how long do they last and how far back does it go? That could be fascinating. Like, well, no, I was thinking I've got a connection with somebody who was a bartender in a gay bar in Detroit back in the mid-60s. So,
1: yeah. Nathan and even that, I mean, these are histories and would be it oral histories or not that we just need to collect before, you know. Before they go away. Yeah. Uh, because they might not be written down. They might just be in someone's memory. And memory is fallible. And also goes away once you know yeah. the hard drive dies, basically. Uh, the other thing that did come up. Oh, that um, gossip. Last night while I was going online and you know chatting with this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone contacted me via Scruff. Uh, they are a listener. It was uh, someone who was in town. They're three miles away. Nothing else was really in their profile. But just someone said, hey, I've listened to the podcast. I enjoy it. And they were wondering about information on pups, and not just like the like pup community, but also right. where you can go and pup out, basically. And I gave them some, uh, told them, um, you know, basically it was uh, Menjo's seems to have events regularly in Detroit. Yes. Uh, we have our first Fridays here, which is mm-hmm. a pups kind of kink night at Esquire, um, and then just mostly chat other people up online. But you know, there's I see a lot of pup profiles. Yes. You know, on people who use their pup names or have their masks on in their profiles. And I'm sure any one of them would be more than willing to, you know, you make you find your community that way. You know, talk to people right. and get to know people. Yeah. There's, I, there's private, yeah. I know there have been private kind of pup parties, and I'm sure mm-hmm. there's many more that I never hear about because it's, you know... People say, hey, let's do this, and a small crowd gets together at someone's place and pups out. So <laughs> you need to know those right. people to get invited to those things.
0: Right, And there is um, there are several pup groups on Facebook. Um, there's Puppy 101, okay. um, which is specifically about questions. It's not really a dating site. Um, there's Pup... I think it's called Pup Pride or something like okay. that. That one is the one where you show off. And then there's uh, a Michigan Pups and Handlers group on there that has some activity. And um, yeah, and if they're able to make it, there is a massive pup contingent at Claw. Oh, so okay. yeah, if if they can make it to Cleveland end of April. And if you're looking to buy a pup hood, and you know um,
1: we know of a or, or, we know we know of a certain store that does have a large a selection yes. of pup hoods that you can actually put on and have in your hands before you buy, which right is which the advantage
0: is, of yes actual bricks and mortar shops as opposed to online, right. And that is of course the dark side of kink uh, in Waterford. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah, you can go there, see the pup hoods and other types of hoods and. Bits and uh, other gear, and you know, see it. um, Don't know how much they would let you try on. They would probably frown on you um, trying on the nasty pig jock straps. (laughs) Um, But I would think, yeah, anything that probably
1: contacts your genitals or has to be inserted, I'm sure would be. Yeah, I mean, you know, I imagine they allow you if you wore something underneath. It's like swimsuits. You're, you know, in the store, you're allowed to try on swim trunks as long as you're wearing underwear underneath. We just don't want orifices or bits to be touching the fabric, although I could see in some situations that, you know, being a <laughs> solid point, but I
0: think concerns about, you know, maybe... Hygiene, yes. yeah, and, and, you know, it, usually soiled underwear, used underwear, uh, is more valuable if you know who's... It's,
1: it's, it's more niche. Yes, it, it's than more niche. Just I mean, standard jocks.
0: Yeah, yeah, you would want... You'd want the, the jock that has been worn by a porn star or your daddy and More not just really some guy at the gym who just left it behind. I do know someone who...
1: Well, that happened to me at the gym. Uh, I was working at the Y and this really hot guy had worked out <laughs> and, and he just took off the sweaty shorts he was wearing and put them down on the bench and then he, he left. Yoink. Well, I no, I... It was, they were abandoned because he left and, I was, he, and it was closing in time. And I'm like, I think he forgot about these. Well, they're just fucking to tossed anyways. Mm-hmm. So I claimed them. Unfortunately, he had showered in them. He was one of those shy oh. showers. So it's like they didn't have the, the musk of the workout anymore. But it's like, ah, uh, I could think. And they did fit. So I'm like, okay. All right. In his well, case, it
0: was more muscles filling them up <laughs> than.
1: than
0: than flat, that, but oh well, but yeah, no, but yeah, you can go there and check out the puppy hood. See which ones look good on you. Uh, you may enjoy the uh, mucky pop, oh. uh, pop hood that has kind of. I a... I have been shown a picture. It, yeah, cool. Ha- has kind of a splatter, uh, graffiti style Very to artsy. it. Very artsy, um, uh, handcrafted pop hood made from neoprene. Uh, Adjustable straps to fit, latex free, and it can be yours for $171.99. Or if you include the promo code Kinky Podcast, you will get 10% off your order either at darksideofkink.com or in person at the store. Cool. Yes. Got, got to remember to, mm-hmm. to, to keep talking about them because,
1: yeah, it's. there, <laughs> um yeah. The, uh, but the, uh, yeah, so in this case, I gave him a lot of information, and then at the end mm-hmm. of it, he was all like, you know, I'm like, if you have any questions, he's like, no, I'm good, thanks. So I, I, I'm afraid I, I overflowed in information <laughs> yeah. as like, gave too much, because okay. that is my way. It's like, oh, you need to be, you need to know You need everything. advice or something? Yeah. Let me talk to you.
0: <laughs> well, that that's why we have the podcast, so we can just yes. ramble on with the Things that we know a lot and if about. you're listening now, we hope to see you on a first Friday uh, Like I said, we get a good
1: number of pups who show um, you know some weeks better than others or well, mm-hmm. months better than others, but There is usually always somebody there who's wanting to talk about it and we're a f- Friendly group who don't get too friendly so, we, so if you're
0: shy or don't really want to be you know, yeah molested We rarely molest. Uh, ask nicely, and we'll, we'll gladly do it, but, uh, yeah, no, we, we don't, again, yeah, we don't bite unless you ask nicely, uh, so, okay, uh, moving on uh, to the expert mm-hmm. portion, uh, you mentioned something uh, in the past two weeks about yeah. our previous expert portion. Oh, that are living through chemistry. chemistry that you wanted to Oh, just touch on.
1: The fact that when chemistry works, it's invisible. Like, when you're taking drugs that's actually helping you have a reasonable life, you don't see it because you're just having a reasonable life and people Mm -hmm. don't, it doesn't, it's usually when chemistry goes bad that it's public. Overdoses that kill people, uh, public displays of drunkenness or just being, you know, having your meds go wrong or being high on something. So that's the other thing is I think we put a lot of stigma on drugs And I think the trouble is because when it goes wrong, it's very visible in public and we see it. But when it goes right, we don't see it. So we really don't have that balance of like, well, these things help some people and they hurt others. We always see the hurt. So I think there's a bias toward thinking drugs are a crutch or dangerous or that when we aren't seeing them working. It's kind of like, you know, terrorism. It's like when they foil a plot... We don't know about it. Right. It's only when it, they miss one and then a gunman does horrible yeah, yeah, things yeah. Or, or buildings come down. We're like, how dare you not do your job? But we don't hear if there had been 10, 100, many cases where they're like, hey, we didn't make this happen because you don't
0: see the negative. Or, or well, no, I remember hearing about one terror, quote, terror mm-hmm. plot foiled, except Everybody else involved in the plot except for this one schmuck was either FBI, NSA, or CIA, who weren't talking to each other. So they all so all three of them thought they had, you know, this massive network that, that they're cracking down on, and no, it's just one poor guy and a bunch of people play acting. Well, no, also I can think a lot of that
1: also would be entrapment as in you have someone who never would have either the ability or really
0: the, you know, they it's more in yeah, la- their la- life. Lacked means motive and opportunity, and you provide them all three. Yes, and, they're like, yeah.
1: hey, we can give you explosives and all that. And you, wouldn't you like to carry yeah. through with stuff? And it's like, well, maybe I would if it, yeah, yeah. He, 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 might,
0: he might have motive, but yeah, you're supplying the means and the opportunity, and yeah, or maybe even, hey, you know, edging them on. It's like, hey, yeah, you really should do this. And it's like,
1: maybe I should. <laughs> Aha. And it's like, no. No. That wasn't a terrorist. That was, well... That 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 was was a lazy terrorist. That that was some poor schmuck. I mean, like, you know, some of us are lazy serial killers. It's like, there's so many people in this world who should be dead, but who has the time to really pursue it? Or the ambition, or the the possibility of, like, or the possibility of, you know, getting caught. It's like, no, not worth it. Yeah. So, so a bunch of jerks get to live.
0: (sighs) Alright. Uh, m- moving on to this week's topic, I want to talk a bit about music. Mm-hmm. Music and sex, music and kink. Um, I-, I think, we, m- thinking back on the records, we may have talked about this before, but hey... Not that I know of. If, if, it sounds if new we to me. Have, If we have, it's been quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to start out, though, with a horror story about music and kink. Well, or music and sex, actually. Um, so back in the late 90s, mm-hmm. um, I was big into uh, the techno scene okay. in Detroit. Um, and yeah the early you know EDM music techno mm-hmm. house all that fun stuff so um, I had a date with this guy and we went to Royal Oak and went to um, a really neat records well record (laughs) music store there Um, and i picked up um, a single sexy boy by air which is a french group and they were on late night mtv um Mm -hmm. the week before and i was like oh hey that's neat and um we go back to his place and i stick it in the cd player and we start fooling around to it uh sort of he kind of just laid there like a dead fish while i did all the work Suffice it to say, we did not have another date. And. You didn't leave your CD behind, did you? No, I took my CD with me. um, But, yeah, I. And that CD eventually got ripped to my hard drive Mm -hmm. and eventually uploaded to Google Music. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I'm at work, when I run out of podcasts to listen to, um, I'll put my library on shuffle. And, yeah, so. Sexy Boy by Air uh, came and that up. That comes up and it was like, oh, it, it, yeah. I, and uh, recently, I, recently, Google got it into its head that I wanted to hear all five versions of it okay. that, that were on the single because because you know it came with remixes. Um, and yeah, just get getting hit by all five versions within an eight hour period. I'm like, I'm done with this song. Remove from library because. Yeah, because yeah, not only did he lay there like a dead fish, and I got no response from him, which is you know one of the reasons why I like you know doing kinky sex and the type of kinky sex I do is the reactions that I get from people. I want to hear moans. I want to hear. I want to see facial expressions. I want. I want there to be a reaction, knowing yes. that hey, you're either enjoying or not enjoying
1: this, and I will react
0: yeah. appropriately. He he also had a pet iguana. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't changed the wood chips oh. in quite a while. And I, my husband tells me I have a very sensitive nose. And so, yeah, the the music triggered that sense memory of the smell of neglected iguana. Oh. Uh, yeah. So,
1: really bad sex. See, my... Because <laughs> I do. I associate music with uh, the first guy I did anything with because we went back to his place after a date. And he was playing... um. I don't know if it was a videotape or probably because it was been VHS. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was on TV. Um, Eurythmics. It was just a okay. loop of Eurythmics uh, videos. So when I hear Eurythmics, I always think of that first time I really <laughs> did anything with a guy, and I mean it was, and we stayed up all night. It was a long session because first time I'd ever had access to another, you know, penis,
0: and I was like, this is <laughs> exciting. I
1: want to make the most of this. Um, you know, the relationship. I, I don't lasted. know when I'll be able to. Have, well, have access to another one. Well, no, I mean, that could have been the start of a relationship, but I think I was mostly into it out of horniness. Nice guy, but he <laughs> was not what I was looking for as boyfriend or husband material all the time. Our relationship lasted two dates, And then it was like, I'm just not into it anymore. It's like, cool. <laughs> but um, it was fun while it lasted. It was. we, had, But, yeah, so we're out right here Eurythmics. And um, I don't know... if Sweet dreams, especially. I hear that, yeah, and um, yeah. I, I just think I remember the house that happened in, and all the stuff that did. So yeah, that clicks. Um, otherwise, music. Um, I know I've talked to people uh, who like they have their songs they think are very sexual. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, he, I remember when uh, oh, what was it? Uh, you and me, baby, ain't my, nothing but mammals. Let's Ye- do it like they do it on the Discovery Channel. Yep. Um, Bloodhound Gang. Thank you. Um, I remember when that was a popular song. I know a guy who bought that, and he was so excited because he's like, "This is perfect music to fuck to." No, it's not. He he. For him, it was. He was uh, no. He, he no. just thought it was the hottest song and nasty, and he was ready to do it. Uh, no,
0: it it's a novelty song, and and it's jokey. And it, I mean, it it's got amusing lyrics, so you end up. Oh, no, listening no, I mean, to the lyrics rather yeah, than. But
1: for him, the, just the beat and something about it he just thought was very sexual. And he was all excited to get bone into that, I think. Um, you know, there's other songs that are just very explicit. Yeah. Um,
0: Nine Inch Nails. Uh, you know? Yeah, I want to fuck you like an animal. Yep. Um, uh, oh, it's. Uh, yeah, no, one explicit one that I uh, came across recently. Uh, I mean, if you want explicit it, songs, um,
1: oh, the gay punk rock group. Electric Six. Nope. Someone nope. else. Um, oh, I'm forgetting. But they write, I mean, they're more novelty-ish songs, but they're sexy and fun. It's like uh, Groovy Underwear. Groovy Underwear. They open for uh, Green Day, I know, because there's a, where the guy from Green Day was like in some video was getting into a car and he's singing Groovy Underwear. I'm like, yay. And, um, oh, why am I blanking on them? But uh but they also, yeah, James Bondage, they have a song. Pansy Division? Pansy Division, Yeah, Pansy Division. The Pansy Division. Uh, they were fun. And, you know, it, they're very sexy, very, you know, it's very punk, very sexy, very explicit lyrics mm-hmm. and talking about situations. Um, I don't know if it's the best songs to be getting onto, to, but, I mean, what, yeah, what makes, I mean, I guess there's two things about songs. Like, either explicit lyrics or
0: just a beat that lends itself well to activity. Yeah, I, you know. I think more than anything else... Um, I think it's the beat. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah, another explicit song that, uh, Google introduced me to, uh, that I would recommend, um, that you listen to with headphones, Mm -hmm. um, is, uh, Azalea Banks, 212. Um, and I'll, I might include a, Quick mm. clip of that in the podcast if I can find a clean three seconds of it. Well, we are explicit, so. Well, yeah, no, we are okay. So I'll, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just include the, the line where she talks about having her cunt eaten. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I well, like. It's a powerful
1: word. I actually yes. used it about someone this week and. Realized I didn't really know my audience while like, oh, this had been bad, but it's like, you know, someone was acting like a complete, you know, C-word, and so, it's like, yeah, they are kind of a, and someone's like, oh, okay, they understood what I was referring to, I can't remember who I was talking about now. Oh.
0: And, and, you know, th- this may end up being the podcast where I actually end up getting a copyright strike, because... I, I'm going to put in three second clips of the songs that we talk oh, about. Oh, god, we'll, okay. god. We'll, we'll see if that actually happens. Plus oh, so much extra work for you. I'm so oh, I'm sorry about no. that. But well, art? no, it, it's, it's something I need to crack. I need oh. to work on my editing skills anyway. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the music mm-hmm. itself. Um, I do like, um, EDM mm-hmm. and nineties club music. Um, yeah, not something really even melodic or deaf, you know, not lyrical. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, just something that you can hear in the background and gives you a nice sense of rhythm. Yeah, you because know? music plugs directly into you know our brains and yeah. and
1: mood. I mean that's movies and television shows use you know background music and soundtracks to elicit responses and certain you know. Bass emotions, and yeah, the same thing for any. I know that they play music usually in the basement of uh,
0: DBC. There's mm-hmm. a little sound system out of there, and it usually has, usually, some electro or, you know. Yeah, so, some like, electro, something with a good bass line mm-hmm. and a good beat to it. You know, speaking of music activating, you know, the lizard brain, um, I ran into a new YouTube channel. Well, new to me anyway, uh, called Eight Bit Music Theory. Oh, okay. that takes music from video games and uses it to explain different aspects of music theory. You know, like the um, what makes the uh, Mario Ghost House background music sound spooky. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how how to do a saxophone solo. And you know, lots of talk about chord progressions, which I could get deep into the weeds.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it can um, very much add to something, but also can so ruin it. Uh, The vintage porn I got at uh, the MML fundraiser. Oh, I'm playing that, and it's a cult and uh, thing, and it's just all these scenes of you know guys from the '80s jerking off and doing stuff Mm -hmm. with the soundtrack. It's like I could not play with the music because it was this. Tinny pop synth, you know, just like, yeah. obviously someone working for the company just banging away on, uh, on a Casio keyboard, yeah, to like supply the music for this. And it's like, this, no, the hairstyles alone are throwing me into the 80s. Do not also throw me with the music because it didn't work. I mean, right, it, right, it, it was almost too much of a parody of you know porn at the time. And it's like, okay, I just also. I I want actual real sounds in porn.
0: Yes, I want to hear the actual
1: slap of bodies hitting, or even just the you know the what sounds of jerking off with lube. And I want to hear what real sounds they're making because that throws me out of it when I'm listening to porn. I'm realizing that it's dubbed because the bottom's saying something about being fucked and his mouth is not working, and or you know it's obviously after the fact they're making the sounds. I'm like, no, I want to hear the authentic sounds, or at least. Make it smooth enough, I can believe it. Or sometimes they'll loop, and you'll hear the same. Realize you're yep, hearing the same, yep. vo, you know, vo, vocalizations. I'm like, okay, that just kind of took me out of it. Do better. Yes, do do a lot. Better. But yeah, something music, I think yeah, plays heavily into it. Um, you know, but I'm wondering if it's always over time. Is there some definitely you know tinny
0: eighties synthesizer music would do not right. And I age mean, there, well, there's. But, you know, the what we think of the standard porn the the bow chicka bow bow of God, the seventies yeah. the porn with you know I'm just wondering a
1: porn seemed done to like eighteen twelve overture. And then for the canons just showing a rough pile of it <laughs> might also be terribly cheesy.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that would be
1: terribly cheesy. Well, I'm picturing uh uh um Ode to Joy and uh Clockwork Orange. How, uh, you know, yeah, someone, basically someone is programmed to have a very visceral reaction to music mm-hmm. and not in a good way And it's that's intriguing the use of the music in that soundtrack
0: in you know in that film and It's like whoa I, I have to admit that one time and it, it was really f- for shits and giggles mm-hmm. I I did screw around to Bolero mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. It it, it really didn't. Um,
1: well, it's, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. To, I mean, unless you had a playlist, because I think that's happened too in the downstairs of DBC. Yeah. Where they've had either a CD or some sort of playlist. And one song popped up that was, it It didn't fit with the mood. And I just remember it's like,
0: it, it killed yeah. the room.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, this it was weird and a bit more techno or a bit more, you know, jazzy and upbeat than mm-hmm. I think. For background, it was becoming right, too right. intrusive. I just remember, nope. Um, but yeah, if you have a very well edited playlist, I think, um, yeah, you know, the joke is, uh, well, that's not a joke, but something similar is. They always talk about, well, do you use music in gaming when you're having a role playing game? Mm-hmm. Background music, and it's like, well, the trouble is, you have to be on top of it. I know someone who used to, he had this incredible sound system, and he put in soundtracks, but you know, you have to moderate it. For what's happening at the time right right and you know same thing with you know, I guess sex It's like there's a build-up there's foreplay, but then when you're in the action So maybe that's it you just make a nice soundtrack that's about an hour long And then it's like while we're playing this while we're hearing this music we're foreplaying But then once it starts on this we start actual penetration and we have to build ourselves up to you know To actually climax at the climax of the music that would be that would be interesting. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work for very little payoff. It's almost like a game, you know. Yeah, it's like it's almost like and then a, a game of beat the cock. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like here you want your sex act orchestrated. Here we go. Here's the here's the soundtrack <laughs> here's, to your sex Here's, act. here's the orchestration <laughs> for it. And you yeah. could have different. And then it's like, and then you could program in how much you want for foreplay, how much for actual fucking. Mm-hmm. It's like this musical cue you do blowjobs up to this point and then you move on cuz sometimes yeah how else I mean sometimes things just go on too long. It's like okay, I'm pumping, you know, I'm ramming my cock in your ass. Okay, how is it for you? Good. You're liking it. Cool. When are we going to be done? I don't I mean, know. <laughs> I, then, you know, it's, I mean like that. It's like I'm like, "Okay, I hope you're enjoying this, but I'm getting bored right now." So, so maybe if it was more orchestrated than like at least then, then, the future is like. Well, I really wish you pounded my ass longer. It's like, well, we'll work that in. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, ass pounding theme music will be forty minutes next time, as opposed to twenty. <laughs> I like this new, brave new world that
0: I'm envisioning. Yes. Oh, Alexa, play <laughs> Fuck List number five. Playing Fuck List number five. Yay. <laughs> but no, I mean, but I think yeah, music, especially background music. I mean.
1: It's it helps. It fills in. I mean, even just being at home, it's like nice hearing stuff while mm-hmm. you know you're doing just chores and stuff like that. It's a nice. Um, it's a a luxury we have in the modern day that you know was not something they had. You know. Yeah, that that
0: I, I, se- I yeah, I've got fast. infinite music on demand through this. Not nice even black just rectangle. having yeah. having the
1: technology to play songs or whatever, vinyl, even or anything like that. Yeah, it's about time you had music when you had musicians and singers there, and I'm sure there were some lovely orgies back in the day that you know had people H- playing had, in the had, background had... as you know the kings fucked.
0: Yeah, let let us blindfold the band.
1: No, nah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of voyeur kings out there.
0: Uh, no, that that's a, a line from uh, some like it hot. Let's okay. let's blindfold the band and dance the tang.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So yeah, I think music can play a good part, but yeah, it's just another level that you have to kind of figure out. I think. Yeah. So yeah, I've got yeah. I go to
0: songs that you have that you think work really well. Um. Uh, yeah, I I still like the the early two thousands techno. Okay. Um, I'm thinking along the lines of. Like Chemical Brothers and Crystal Method, um, Boards of Canada, if I'm feeling more, if it's less high energy, if it's a more sedate thing. And then I also like the, you know, 90s club music. Um, finally, uh, some some of the Janet Jackson from that era um, I enjoy. Um, yeah, basically when I was a teenager, the, the type of music I was listening to then. Uh, but yeah, the, the main thing... And, and I'm always open to new musical experiences, but yeah, I want something with a strong bass which means I need to have good speakers to make it work well, um, and a good beat. Uh, I have, however, used um, music in a bondage scene. Um, very trance, very light, very flowing, no beat at all. But the idea is that that was really part of a sensory sensory deprivation scene. That I had them uh, in the earbuds, had them blindfolded, Mm -hmm. um, and had them completely wrapped up. And so they couldn't see anything. They couldn't really hear anything beyond this very ethereal music. Can't really move, so they ended up being focused on the wonderful things I was doing. Wonderful, painful things I was doing to their cock and balls. Well, also I've seen
1: rigs set up where uh, electro stimulation in time to music. Yes, I've, I think I've yes. seen uh, them set that up at DBC or I think it was or maybe at Number Six, where someone had headphones
0: on and it was a whole rig where they had electrodes attached to various it, parts. It, it was it was DBC okay. and yeah. In addition to having it powering the electrodes, they were also wearing glasses that um. had LEDs in them that flash so auditory visual and tactile sensations based on the music right so. and with that and and with and, and the point of that was you would not be able to fully zone out or fully go into yeah. yourself Um, you know, the the way that I was doing it with the light sounds, yeah, there was a definite danger that my bottom could start snoring. Well, yeah, yeah, it might have a relaxing
1: hypnotic effect where, you know, this one seemed to be more about stimulation. Yes. Just keeping you, you know, fully charged while things were happening. And, and, And tightly bound so you couldn't move. You could just... Twitch so the I market. think yeah, there's a lot of opportunity to you know, really incorporate into stuff and I Mean also like we want you know the nonverbal, but there's just some wonderful songs out there that you know Well, they just started a Isn't this the first winter Olympics where they've allowed ice skaters to use songs with lyrics? Or I thought that was something maybe new. I, or I, I maybe did, it's more acceptable now the, the only Olympics I watched was the curling. Okay um, but yeah, so I'm picturing almost, you know, scene set to, you know, having certain songs. I mean, I'm, I'm picturing, you know, uh, Tori Leather. I mean, it's just, uh, it's almost a lovely little anthem, you know, for leather and bondage and just, you know, kink stuff. Um, you know, her version is just very mellow in that, but I could, you know, someone else doing a version of it that could be a bit more. Also, I'm picturing, I'm trying to picture a couple fucking two death metal it would be really violent, but also probably really hot. I just picture, like, fu- 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 and some screaming, <laughs> <laughs> and then a
0: couple basically trying to keep tempo and doing it to that. And it's like, whoa. F- fucking two through the fire and the flames. It'd be, you know, you wouldn't be
1: able to do it for long unless you're like really fit, but you'll be sore the next day. Uh, but
0: that. Well, yeah, it's, the, it's a good kind of sore that lets you know you've had, you've had a great time.
1: But yeah, I think personally it can be a lot of fun. But yeah, for scenes, again, you know, I, I could picture you know someone doing a bondage scene, and as an act of art, and you'd want to have maybe more of a choreographed through you know mm-hmm. throughout it. So you know, maybe the music do are giving cues to you know how long do you spend tying them up? How long do you spend torturing their you know various parts of their body?
0: And how, then, how long do you leave them just hanging there yep. in sculpture? And then yeah, and then slowly bringing them. Back to reality. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, listeners, do you have any music that, that you enjoy being kinky to? Tell us your fucking soundtrack. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the soundtrack you fuck to. to. Yes. Uh, tweet at us at Harry Comp. Email harryprone at gmail.com or our Facebook group. Do, do a search for a Harry Prone Companion and you will find us. All right. From music. Crafts. Two crafts. Which, well, you know, is a craft in a way. It, yes. Uh, well, music is more... Well, th- th- that's a completely different <laughs> argument between... Art versus craft. Art versus craft. Music versus art. Violins are art? art. Fiddles are craft. No, I don't know. But, um, so I had finished my ear rack, mm-hmm. Um And it, it works pretty well. And, of course, as soon as I finish it, it warms up. And I don't need it. Um, oh, it's Michigan. Uh, well, will, I'll, I'll need it again I, I'm still soon expecting enough. A, yeah,
1: some single-digit temperatures and maybe some heavy snow at some point before me.
0: But yeah, so I was going through my yarn stash, and I'm like, okay, always a dangerous thing. What, what have I got? What can I do? And I was thinking, well, I have a lot of halves mm-hmm. and less and lots of small I'm like okay what can I do with that I'm like, okay I got it so I have started on um what may end up being very big but I'm going to do a granny square afghan mm-hmm. and it it's going to be kind of a crazy quilt uh, quality to it because I'm just going to keep I'm going to make squares for and I'll make as many squares as I've got yarn for um, all the same size various sizes all the same size though so so they'll be easy to put together um and then yeah I will just be able to uh, slip stitch mm-hmm. uh, the squares together when I'm done okay and you know that you know because that way I can do discrete chunks of yarn and you know if I happen to run out in the middle of a square hey i've got a, a multicolor square that I can do uh, and yeah you know, by not really planning it you know i'll i'll end up Be more planning once I've got all the squares and I can arrange them and figure out, okay, what looks good together. So that's going to be the big project um, that I'm working on. My first thought was, because I've done this before, I've done granny hexagons, um, but I wasn't able to get a good feel and a good start on that. I had three different false starts on that, and I'm like... uh, can't get it right i'm gonna go to squares and i've got a square started in uh aubergine mm-hmm. um so that's gonna be the first square and yeah it's clusters of three double crochets and yeah they're pretty easy you know e- each granny square is pretty easy to make i'm not sure how big i'm gonna make each square right now i'm on the third time around i think i'm gonna stop at four okay um I think I think four around will be a good size, and yeah, go from and just make squares when I'm there, and yeah, you know, end up hooking them together, and they probably will vary a bit in size just because oh. the yarns aren't all equal weight, um, but they'll pull together um, into a final afghan, and we'll see how big it ends up being, or I'll I'll run out of energy and interest, and I'll make a. Um, Staircase scarf with the granny squares. Problem with that is granny squares are kind of open, mm-hmm. which not as good for a scarf. But yeah, that would be an interesting doing kind of a zigzag with, with granny squares rather than, you know, end to end connect at 90 degree angles mm-hmm. going back and forth. Um, would make for an interesting looking scarf. I don't know how warm it would be. <laughs> Uh, how's your, uh, crafting life? Nothing. Nothing. Um, but I'm gonna,
1: the goal this afternoon after I get out of here will be, I'm gonna go to Joanne's and look at fabric because I have a, an, a, a, project in mind. I'm the one to okay. make a, a basically see how well I can do in making a doll. Just basically simple, like, you know, a pattern, just two pieces that are roughly the right shape and sew around the edges and then stuff it to see what that looks like it doesn't need to be nice looking and just a prototype of like some better project I have in mind, but excuse to get the out the sewing machine and actually use it. It's just sitting there and it's
0: like, okay, so I just need to find the right fabric and cotton, probably it. cotton muslin. Um, so yeah, I, that, that's generally what's used for well, mostly I, I mean
1: by texture and color. That's what I mean. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I don't really care what the material is. Uh, because it's more of just going to be a prototype or a prop. And um, just mostly I just want to have the, it be the right color and kind of the right texture. So okay. we'll see about that. So that's a run, and my, my debate is like, do I go to work to check the computer to see if I have a coupon from Joanne's? Before I go to Joanne's, it's like, oh, I just go to Joanne's there's nothing I'm buying that's going to be that expensive. So if I right. found a coupon, but I'm worried I would see a book I want, and that's always dangerous.
0: Well, if you went to work and checked for coupons, you'd be able to pound out your article that you need to I do. I don't know if I want to do that. Do the things that you need to do before doing the things you want to that's do. That's not yeah. my life. <laughs> okay. not my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, future events. Uh, coming up first Friday. First Friday is coming up. Uh, oh, it's... Two more Fridays from now. No, next Friday. Night? Oh, cool. Um, yeah, because also oh, because this is the twenty fifth. This is the twenty fifth th- 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 so... that we're recording. The episode will drop Wednesday the twenty eighth. Okay. So March second cool. will be first Friday, which means March third will be Detroit Bondage Club. Ah, okay, keep that in mind. Yep, and, and opened so I don't yep. do what I did last month, and uh oh, Claw is coming up at the end of April. Um, There are still a few hotel rooms left in the two overflow hotels. The main hotel is full. There's a second hotel that is all Claw, Mm -hmm. um, and there are a few king-size rooms left there. And then another hotel um, that is partially Claw, so you have to be a bit more careful in the hallways, um, that there are some double (laughs) Workups <laughs> okay. left there, and there has been some confusion about the volunteer shifts uh, at Claw. Um, I got my volunteer shift assignment, which, in the initial assignment, was nine forty-five p.m. to four a.m. Uh, play party check-in okay. on Friday and Saturday. Except the website said that one six-hour overnight shift would be enough to get your registration fee taken care of. Because it's hard to do, probably an overnight... Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, and they scheduled me for two of them, so I'm working 12 hours instead of the usual eight, and I'm like, um, I can? If I have to? I'd rather not. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see what the volunteer coordinator says, but yeah, no, there there was a known... Uh, they found out that there was some database corruption. Oh. so So, uh, they are getting that fixed and basically everybody's going to get reassigned uh, on their volunteer shifts. And, um, and yeah, my puppy has successfully registered as a volunteer and he is, he was not included in the first round. So he's waiting to see what his volunteer shift may be. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, especially, um, there's going to be a class on knockout play um, that I, I want to check out. And that that's one of the nice things about doing the overnight shift. Um, yeah, I'm going to miss out on one of the play nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be able to go to all of the classes. I'll just have to have several cups of puppy coffee in the morning. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, yeah, if you can make it out to Claw, I highly recommend it. It is a very good time. Um or, yeah, even if you're not able to swing, it's $179 if you pay, uh, if you don't volunteer. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how many volunteer slots are left. If you pay in advance, $179, uh, $199 at the door mm-hmm. registration. Um, or you can also just uh, get an armband to the vendor mart. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I don't know how much that is. But yeah, if you happen to be in Cleveland, or you can make it to Cleveland the last weekend in April, um, and are kinky, which you're listening to this podcast, you probably are kinky, uh, I highly, highly recommend it. I've heard many good things about CLAW. Yeah, and I if and there are CLAW Facebook groups, and people planning, and people, you know, like a lot of convention, room shares mm-hmm. are a big thing. Um so, yeah, even if you're not able to get a hotel room yourself, you might be able to crash with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Any other uh, things in the future? I can't think of anything. I mean, DBC and First Friday are about the only events I'm aware of. Well, and spring is coming around, and I want to get out to Stone Creek. Creek Ridge, Creek Ridge, yes. Creek Ridge, and yeah, want, want to get out to a Creek it's like, Ridge. Is there another one? No, oh, cool. No, no, I'm no, I'm thinking of Creek, Creek Ridge. Ridge. Which, yeah,
1: like I said, I went once last year. It was, uh, I liked it, enjoyed it. Um, now that they have, you know, I'm hoping that over the winter they are finally able to finish everything they need to do so the pool can be up and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so that well, would be really that nice would be really strong. nice. And kind of curious what kind of you know rules there'll be if there'll be. Hours to the pool, or I mean, you know, there's no dress code, I'm sure, because it's a clothing optional place. So, right, imagine a lot of skinny dipping, anyways. But you know, will there, you know, be certain hours just because they don't want you know worried about drowning? Will there be lifeguard? Under? I don't know.
0: Right, so, any lifeguard on duty? You know, do they want to keep it, keep the heater and the filter and the lights running twenty four hours? Or
1: the fact, I mean, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, will there be supervision? Because I think even like at camp, it. Um, when they have the late night pool parties, there's always someone on staff who's there, just mm. to make sure that nothing untoward happens. Or if someone needs help, there's someone there. So I don't know; they're not really a lifeguard. There's more just someone there who's always watching. So yeah, you know, so, some some official or, official representative. So yeah. it was at, you know, three a.m. some drunk doesn't fall into the deep end and is found the next morning. That would just be horrific yes. and very sad. So you know, they have supervision. Um, I don't know what they're going to do at Creek Ridge. So.
0: We'll see. We will find out. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, and crafting project photos to harryprone at gmail.com. Tweet at us. We are at harrypronecomp. Or check out the Facebook group. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. We are your hosts, Sarah Arcane and Lansing Mike, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.